0: them all. i hope you hear these words i ain't here to flip no birds sit no serve hope the future generations could get this urge stay woke young and avenge these nerds uh. welcome We're back everybody so
1: animated in those clips that i love it i need us to record new clips please no, I'm, looking, we'll have I'm, an look, I'm, I'm looking at myself saying we are here, and I'm like, yo, that's not me no more, man. That's like, I got you, I gotta, got you. you. You, got your all white outfit, right? Because I got all my shit coming in. Yeah. All right. I ordered my well, hat too. It's Wednesday
0: it. night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast that equals the heat wave right now.
1: <laughs>
2: just as
0: hot as the heat wave that's going on if you're hot it's because of us uh welcome back it's tuesday night nerds of the rounds your host sebastian what's your boy law your boy tone from across the hall and we got the mighty pong in the room it's the best detective right? Yeah. So, so up just on, to touch upon some things, because we got announcements because we're gonna make announcements. We like to make announcements. So, first of all, podcast announcements. So new episode creative series comes out this Friday featuring um Jason Lennox. We got a great conversation with Jason Lennox talked about some of his books and everything in his um series that he's working on. Um the artist, writer, we're gonna get to talk to him. Um it was a great interview, so we're dropping that this Friday. Um also, to in case if you guys have missed it, go to uh catch the Craze podcast to check out the individual interviews that they did with us. I mean, yeah. they have many great interviews, but we got interviewed each individually. They did
2: an awesome job; it was awesome. We love um, them and we love their guests, but we they had us on, so we care about us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was and, was and the we, talent. We need, we need to go back on and have a longer conversation. That's not thirty minutes, and then they Yo, get to show.
2: <laughs> We gotta go. We're still going live right now. What the fuck
0: you mean? <laughs> it's the challenge of exchange program. There you go. We exchange. <laughs> we'll still George we, the, the, take up um, Tony Law. There we go. We'll do the whole thing. The Yo, whole
2: imagine the just doing a, a, a podcast or exchange like that.
0: Uh, we're not ready oh, also to InBeyondCon is going virtual again this year August 28th and 29th use code get nerdy with it to get discounts on passes again the event is free for everyone to attend free for event uh for creators to participate there will be other things there for um in other levels like the VIP experience the code will get you a discount on those but again the event is free we're putting together a great show right now there are over 30 plan panels that are planned for that weekend and it's again creators getting together to help teach and get the community together. We even have some nighttime events that are going on, like a drink and draw, um, an open mic. So there's going to be a lot of great things that are going on that weekend. Next up, Geeks Out, Staten Island, September 4th in person, September 5th virtual at ghosticon.com. Um, Check it out. Um, We will be there on the 4th. Yes. We will be oh, in person
2: hosting ho. a panel. <laughs> Yo, in person. Oh my God. Making guest man. appearances.
1: Wow. Wow. wow.
2: wow. Look at us making guest appearances. we big now we're
0: moving up in the world. Anyway, make sure you guys are going there, checking it out. Um, go to the website. It's right there. Um, Again, September 4th, September 5th. If you can't make the event, you have the September 5th to go to. It's going to be virtual for those who are in the area. Again, that's the beautiful part about virtual events. But again, for those who want to attend in person, September 4th. Finally, Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Twitch, and all that. Come on, guys. We need you to follow us. Get us to 500. We want to hit 500 for Christmas. We want the 500. We want the 500 rally. Again, we thank you all who subscribe to us, who support us and everything. Thank you for all for the support. Again, keep subscribing, liking, check that notification because we bring you awesome guests, just like the awesome guests that we were just talking about today, Sam and George from Castor Craze. (laughs) Yo! You caught me
3: paying games
2: what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> up
0: what
3: up what up say
0: what's going on fellas oh, Welcome, you guys. focus
2: sir chillin', chillin'. <laughs> See,
0: like i said look it's it's always an evasion it's like a it's like <laughs> wwe versus wcw
3: here <laughs> nwo versus yo, dx that's what it is it's evasion stay, stay young it's, what is it stay woke youngins and avenge these nerds yo <laughs> that that opening is dope man i like it i like it that, a lot that is Loo courtesy life.
0: of safe man, man. Yeah. Check it
3: out. Lou Sife did a
0: dope interview on our show and Cash the Crazy. Yeah. So you have double the dose it of Lou Sife. So save both of that. Yeah. He was double dipping, Lou Sife. Yeah. yeah, we love Lou. We love Lou. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yep. oh, yeah. Michael San Martino, crossover event. You're right. That's right. 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 It is. It's it is. always an <laughs> <a laughs> event with Sam and George. That's, That's uh,
3: it. Michael followed you, dude. You got, you're going to ask you for that bitty bitty bomb bomb joint.
4: Yeah. Um, I have a problem with the nerds. Oh, yo, man. yo, yo! Before,
2: before, no, yo, I was yo. gonna say, I was this gonna give it. I was gonna give it <laughs> three minutes before we brought <laughs> Sam on, and he says, "I'm out of pocket." Jeez, Jeez,
1: How you invite a man to your show, and then he's gonna come in? Doesn't he even say it in the green room. In the yo, privacy I'm like, yo, you know i got, I got a problem. It's it was real quiet in the green
0: room. George What's told him problem? about that. He told him about that pennele you make.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. problem? I can't I can't help you for that problem. Listen, I, 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 guess told, it's gonna I told you. It's gonna, I'm going to be, be
3: driving. I'm going to be driving around your so, neighborhood. It's yeah.
1: going to stay a problem, I guess. because <laughs> <know> <laughs> Every time no. I come on this
4: show, I get homework
1: listen you just watch, you, you, watch the show. Listen, you just watch the show our whole thing is <laughs> so you, like we you deep yeah. guys, but like you guys don't ha- like
2: you don't CBass have to been asking like like last just, week last week was important. a perfect example there was some questions that even us like me and tone didn't like we we're like mm, we didn't really think about that like that wasn't us so you know It's It's okay. It's okay. George's like, yo, what's up? I was
1: like, I'm I'm doing homework.
2: Listen,
1: listen. There's no problem. Our whole show is to be like we are not gatekeepers. Yes, we talk about a bunch of crap. About wait, wait, shows, wait, 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 wait. George's favorite segment. I, there I haven't got there. I haven't got no, there yet. Like, Go we're, we're getting
2: there. It's it's leading it.
1: relax, relax. No, I didn't admit that. I didn't that. Like, I'm like, come you on, you know. Listen, <laughs> listen. If you want the homework, we will give you. Said homework. If you want to be that student, you blame George. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Sam, you could have came in here and be like, Yo, I watched the first I watched the episode while doing my bench presses. I may have may or not, you know, after pressing one up, I may have forgot a scene. It would be like it's all good. I was yeah. like, guys,
4: oh, you're gonna mention some stuff I'm like who's
1: that? What's that? It's all, it's all good. It's Yo, all good. Sam, you can come Listen, you could do high. you you could do the <laughs> patented, you know, everyone else before me said some really good points, and I'm just gonna agree with those and let's move to the next <laughs> no. question. He's like, I have nothing else to
3: add. I have nothing else Yo, to don't, add. Don't give away the sauce, <laughs> don't
1: give away the sauce. Like, Come right. on, we gotta do this to, we okay. gotta do this to right. George's favorite right. Come on, All right, go. so yeah. because because catch the craze is on the show, we are doing we I mean we always do this, but tonight we are talking Loki episode three, titled Lamentus. We found out that TVA is full of nothing but variants. Spoilers <laughs> afoot. Theories going off. Tony Stark has died. Let's who else go. has died? Let's go.
0: Let's go. Oh man. So let's get into the beginning of this because we, we we got a deep dive into this episode. So in the beginning, Lady Loki, who we know as Sylvie, oh uh, Sylvie, um, is having a conversation with the TVA agent C20 in the beginning. Um and, again, we we, we we learn more. This was one of my theories, too, because um, if you remember in the second episode, Spurs was like, no, no, it was real. It was all real. That's what C20 said. So um, all the agents um, have their memories wiped. We kind of figured that out in this episode. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Um, speculation was Agent Mobius, a uh, what you call jet ski salesman. And we're going to lead in with Sam with this one. What? <laughs> You just watched
3: that thing is
4: fresh Ooh, for bro. a second. <laughs> who's the <laughs> agent again? Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yo,
0: yo, he just derailed the whole show for
2: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he didn't. It. That's what I wanted. This is gold, gold for, me. <laughs> for me. I'm here for it. Three o'clock,
4: you were me in the schoolyard, homie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Always (laughs) trying to take
0: somebody out. Her name was (laughs) was Randy. I thought it was yeah, her name was Randy. It was. It was. What's up, Rollers?
1: Because you're giving her you're giving this lady a number. I'm like, yo, that's violating this this actor. Like her name is C20. Like, okay.
0: That's what the agent was called, C20. (laughs) I'm just going by what the script says, but it was Randy. Uh, we'll tag George and this. We'll let George in this. We we, we'll pick on Sam
3: later. George, lead into this one. Come on. All right. So the question (laughs) was so so what was the question? Again because I was distracted.
0: No, so how do you <laughs> feel about <laughs> I'm no gonna We're gonna be all for off the real. rails. Um, oh for real. No, the fact that we know <laughs> that now that all these agents are variants, and that leads into more of this, uh, the 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 TVA propaganda. What was the feeling behind this? And do you think that Agent Mobius was in
3: his uh life a Jetbowski salesman or surfer? you know okay so in in that scene where he where she breaks that news to him right I, I was thinking okay let's talk about the word created right these 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 people were created by the TVA that could easily mean they broke you down and they basically made you believe that now you are working for them sort of like what they're doing with loki they created in a sense a new loki he still he was loki they created him so that they have lives pat I mean I don't know that they did I don't know that Mobius was somebody from the 90s who all of a sudden you know they wiped his memory I think that these people were always in the TV I, I don't know that what Sophie said is true I, and and the reason why I say that is it's going to be ha- is going to be with what you have planned for later on I don't know that this was all real I don't know if it was all an illusion and this was just something that you know, it just was said to throw us off. I think it was said to throw us off a little bit and make us think. So I'm not sure. I, I, I'd have to, uh, that's yeah. I don't, I, don't to. All yeah right. I don't know. Sam, you going to follow up with that one. Uh,
4: no, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, I didn't actually think of that, but when I realized that, you know, lo- you know, Loki, your know, deception, all that stuff, whatever, you know, they could be playing each other. So, um, yeah. You know, so it, right now I think it's right now they're just dropping breadcrumbs and you're trying to put, you know put the pieces together and figure out where it leads. So I just think that they they're, they're testing each other. So we'll see. But that the idea of the fact that Devi Bone was uh, programmed, reprogrammed, and that they lived another life—that's um, pretty cool. But again, I don't know because uh, I'm new to this.
0: <laughs> what would you What would you guys do? Because I'm I'm I want Tony Law. Actually, I'll save this after Tony and Law answers these questions.
2: Um, okay. so we're gonna
0: start with you, Law. Go ahead. What What are your thoughts on this?
2: Um, I like that Sam said. So, like, they're still playing each other because I like the idea that they are both like revealing as much as they they want to as a Loki to a Loki, but like they're tricksters. So like, yes, they have the five cards in the hand that were dealt but I guarantee that they're switching out cars to make the best possible hand so they can win and be on top. But I do think, because when we said it last week, when we are like, Oh, he can be the variant. And then, Oh shit. They're all variants. That kind of makes the most sense. Like to get all these agents and whatever the case is you go, Hey, look, we can't put you back in the timeline. This is your only option. It's messed up because now you like completely have no idea. And you're like, uh, brainwashed all these people who had lives and past and all this other stuff. So you know, to I want to see what this looks like from the realization of those agents when they start going, "Oh shit!" Like I'm, you know, the TVA isn't what we thought it was, and like when when everything starts crumbling down, I'm here for that. Tom, take it away with this one.
1: Um, I mean, I guess the last point, it it makes the most logical sense for all of these people to be to be variants. Right. I mean, especially because they're all humans. We don't really see any other alien races uh, working in the TVA. It's always people. And the reason why and that makes me think just externally and what we usually see when it comes to science fictions and how humans are portrayed as very independent creatures that are always trying to move forward in life and go above and never always going above the species never as a whole trying to always be into individuals where aliens and alien races tend to be very focused on the collective and the group you know you think of the kree you think of the xandarians um, all of that stuff they all kind of work together as a whole to f- push the species forward where humans always diverge and we're unique and i think that's just kind of how we are so it would make sense That humans would be the ones who would always be variants because they are looking for ways to get out of the loop, out of out of a way of uh, living whatever life is written for them, if this truly is a written timeline. Um, But I think it also depends also the fact that where we are in the episode, like they had stopped at this point, I believe, when she said they're all variants. Like trying to kill each other for the uh, for the for the pad, and they just were like, "This is our lot in life." And she's like, "Telling you, like, what are you doing? Why are you working with these guys? Like, you know, they're they're variants. Like, there's no way in hell they made life." So, I think we're. It just makes sense for them to be variants because they can't they can't just keep getting rid of all these people and who 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 and just creating matter out of nothing. I think that's I think that's crazy. And if they're just bringing it up and thinking about it, um, I'm I'm here for I'm here for Sylvie at least. Giving him that much truth uh, because, you know, she didn't need him after they destroyed the pad and she still was working with him. Sam, I have a question. What's the name of that the military force? The TVA. TVA? They
4: absolutely suck. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Every single one of them getting their ass whooped. They're getting killed. I don't understand what the hell's going on. How because,
0: they- because some of them are probably an accountant. The other one was probably That's a car saying. salesman. If,
4: if you're supposed to be at the top, Right, you're prepared to deal with all these entities and powers. Why are you getting
1: your ass whooped so quickly? Because <laughs> they rely on that dipstick. So yep. yep. then, I mean you think about it, you got like you have an eraser. You don't need <laughs> you don't need to learn cQC combat techniques if you can just be like go right. by. And they, so,
4: they project before they they, they, they uh, attack. Yes. So they go they, they do this big swing, <laughs> you know what's coming. So you, I'm like, really? I'm like uh oh.
0: Anyway, <laughs> they should take so, so, so 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 Sam, since you raise your hand first with this one, um,
3: <laughs> he's like, no,
0: so
2: I love that we're picking on today <laughs> So, what <laughs>
3: so happens when you come in here with problems, bro?
0: Yo, I'm not gonna deny that. Um, <laughs> so let's say, and, and this is just a fun question, is it's another, this is just more of. How if you had a variant of you in the TVA, how would that variant act? And that's why I want Sam to start first with this. So how would your variant act in the TVA?
4: Oh, every if I seen, if we had to go up against a Loki, I let everybody else get their ass kicked and sneak up from behind. <laughs> <laughs> if like, you saw a Sam variant, sir. Fair enough. If I saw a Sam variant?
2: Yeah. I'm like,
0: go with your bad self. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Here, the one who cosplayed a crazy man, the other, that's it. Oh, George.
3: <laughs> Yo, dude. Honestly, I, I want I want to be that guy with the with the paperweights. What was my man's name? <laughs> Yo, oh, <laughs> yeah. that kid doesn't have a like care in the world, bro. He's just chilling. Like that's that's what I want to be in there. He's just chilling.
2: What's a fish? What's a fish? Law. <laughs> right. oh, um. So if I, I was a variant working for the TVA, or if I found my own variant.
0: If you're a variant working for the TVA and you found your own variant, take oh, them both.
2: Oh, all right. So if I was if I was working for the TVA, um, oh, give me like a cool job, I guess. Like not a Mobius, I feel like that's too much work, but just <laughs> under Mobius. Where I'm like important enough that I gotta do shit, but like higher management, like you know, run my own task force and teams, nah, that's too much work. I don't wanna do all that shit. Uh, running into my own uh law, oh. Man, um, are you hydrated? Are you okay? (laughs) Like, what's wrong? What led you to this? (laughs) Like, clearly something went severely wrong.
1: So so I'm the opposite of law. I would definitely want a Mobius type of job. Uh, (laughs) Just be all up. It seems
2: like mad work, kid, mad work. You know, you 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 got to do what you got to do. I'm here for the cool jobs without the paperwork
1: uh and just kind of move on up and 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 run shit but if i met my own variant well then i found my perfect beer pong partner <laughs>
4: <laughs> yo, I'm in, yo, yo, no. Bye, yo yo you did you mean like that yo,
2: <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo Never been more offended in my entire life,
1: <laughs> Sir.
3: Damn, you're easily Sir. replaced, dude. Yeah. Easily replaced. Yeah,
1: I'm e- easily replaced by a by a non-existent <laughs> entity. Yeah, sure. I
4: have another problem. Oh. So
1: you, guys, you guys are obvious
4: and you say that this guy has a top job, but why is he taking orders from a girl who keeps getting jacked?
1: No, I didn't see. He had, I didn't see at the top he has job. One of the top jobs. He like, he's top. he's got like, one. He's one person away from the from the from the, from the judge. Keepers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, the,
4: what's the name of that agent? That um, um, the other one. Oh,
1: I forget her name. The one, she she was the
4: first one that um, when she was with Loki and she got uh, touched and uh, she, oh, being,
1: the the the, the officer. The
2: officer,
0: officer yeah. in the field. That's How what I, would, I want to be. She has a that's designation okay. of B on her. I, I be something. There's always numbers with them. Um, the other one that's above uh, Mobius is Ravana, who's the judge. She's the only one that's been revealed there to have go. a name. Right. Um, but I want to get you guys thoughts on this. Like we have, we learned Sylvie, so she started as a Loki variant. Right, and sylvie we know from the comics, was also the name of a Also, actress. can I
2: point out that everyone got mad about her blonde hair, but in this episode, you can tell that after after it's, like it's black with blonde. Yes, she's been trying to like <laughs> separate herself from the Loki yeah. persona. Yeah, and I was like, haha, I love it. I don't care.
0: Even Bond said, "Look, Ren Slayer." There you go.
2: Right,
0: but um, no, she said it, it, it. She took an offense. Like you saw it when he was like, "Well, you're Loki," and she's like, "Don't call me that. I'm not a Loki." Um. And we've learned that you know it's a com- her character is a combination of lady loki and enchantress um how do you guys feel about the merge of these two characters and do you think that this gives the mcu more freedom with the character since it's a combination of two popular characters um we'll start with
3: george with this one uh, all right so i you know i thought about this and if i was a fan of Enchantress, like if that was one of my like characters, like I really like that character. Oh man, they're doing something with her in the story. And I found out that it was like a mix of the two, I'd be very upset. Like I'd be like, come on, man, what are they doing? Are you serious? Why did they do that? Um, being that I'm not that fan. I, I'm kind of enjoying what they're doing and the freedom that they're taking with this character because it just opens up the story to more things, right? More things can happen now because they have that flexibility. I mean, she's she, she's totally a mix of the two. You know, you saw the little, the little uh, what you call it, like the Loki with the little uh, horn missing and, mm-hmm. you know, her name being that You know, it almost was like, okay, which one is she? But I kind of like what they did with it. I I think uh, from a story standpoint, I like it. If I was, like I said, a fan of any of those two characters, I wouldn't. I'd be, like, totally against it. But being that I'm not, I like it. Sam? I don't know who Enchantress is on uh, Suicide Squad.
4: (laughs) So um, um, when you said Enchantress, they're They're doing a crossover? Uh, uh, Right now, I'm just a spectator watching how it plays out. So I'm ignorant to the, the history. Um, so everything's fresh for me. So right now, I'm just watching it play out and trying to figure out who she is. Like for it, I was like, "Well, you're not a Loki, then what the hell are you?" Um, so <laughs> right now, I'm just learning.
0: This is a character, enchantress. She, um, no, she, she, her abilities, um, is very similar to Sylvie when she's like, hence the name enchantress. And it's just funny, like how you mentioned that, like yeah, enchantress has been a character that's been in both Marvel and DC, just two different uh, versions of the character, which maybe might be a variant, I don't know. That's how we are at, um, Tony. (laughs)
1: Um, So it doesn't bother me. I think Marvel does this all the time, where they get, you know, MCU, not Marvel, MCU, uh, just for the sake of uh, having all these characters in play and all these actors, you kind of combine characters Uh, characteristics of two characters and and kind of move them forward my understanding of of lady loki it it, from looking it didn't look like she was in it for such a long time versus enchantress as being more of a of a a bigger player especially this sylvie enchantress um because leading into the young avengers um so I think taking the whole Lady Loki aspect, using that as a variant so that Loki can find her, but turning her into Enchantress and potentially making her part of the Young Avengers and all of that as we move in towards King the Conqueror territory, I think was a really great way of bringing all of these characters in and kind of just sm- smashing them together to fit the narrative of what uh, of what the MCU is doing with these TV shows. Since every TV show now, we have now seen a member of the Young Avengers so uh yeah
3: real quick before before you go Law, that's actually a good point that you just said that because now i'm thinking like maybe she isn't really lady loki maybe all along she is the the enchantress and it's they're not mixing two characters together they just use that for what you said so that loki could go to, go out there and find her and now we're finding out that she really is enchantress maybe maybe that's where they're going with that so yeah that, that actually yeah. makes sense
1: yeah i think it just I, I honestly think it can go either way just because they're not they're not, yeah. they're not going down with that uh, scenario because based off the comics, Loki uh, – Tom Hiddleston Loki would, would transforms into female Loki. Mm. That's how the comic is. Like they, mm-hmm. he transforms to Lady Loki. When we're not doing that. We're, we just have the two variants. So it makes more sense to – I think they do like a Ragnarok type of thing. Um, and so it makes more sense to have her turn her into a different character but still has that Loki aspect. And really you get that really good chemistry between the two of them because they've had like slightly different uh, upbringings and, and, and whatnot.
0: And it still gives um, Enchantress that Asgardian background because okay. if you notice, she's a character that's been missing from a lot of the Asgardian Thor movies. So we really haven't seen her set up. So this will be a nice backdoor in a way to, instead of like, hey, we're just going to keep calling you um, Lady Loki, let's just give you a new name, Enchantress. And she, she took it upon herself to change her name. That's what um, I was thinking that they well, were
2: going to do is essentially. Like, you um, So I was thinking that, you know, if they do keep her on past the loki series that they would eventually just rename her to enchantress um and then figure out uh i don't know if enchantress i feel like she's a villain in the comics um if i'm not mistaken um so i would love to see how that plays out um again to tone's point they always like combine characters i don't feel like this was one that they had to combine but if they're trying to use it in a sense of like you know we're just giving you a variant of loki who just in this you know is is actually enchantress but we needed a loki variant we just needed a in this world what if loki happens to have the same power set and moves it so in you know theory she's every he's everything or she's everything for enchantress just happens to have a different name so let's go into magic because we learned sylvie has a direct has
0: to be in direct contact with uh
2: for victims, we'll that's call them victims. What, that's what she says. I yeah, feel like she's bye. playing her cards to the chest, man. Run the back. So,
0: no, yeah, I'm, I, we're, we're going to get into that territory of how they're playing each other. But um, she has to be, she says she has to be in direct contact. Um, We reveal also to how Loki learns his magic, how their power sets are different. Um, and we also see, well, we don't know because again, it could be that scenario where she is playing him um, in turn, or he's playing her in terms of the magic. Cause we see it doesn't work on Loki. Um, how did you guys feel about the explanation? Um, and it, it also gives a degree of separation of their characters of how different they are. So how do you feel about that explanation of magic? Um, and then I will let you lead with that one. Yeah, I'm talking
2: tag. Oh, I wasn't supposed to go first. I, I almost never go first.
1: It's to third or fourth. Yeah, yeah, I like
2: that third or fourth spot. Anyways, so um, one, she's definitely playing fuck like close to the vest, like not revealing all her powers and stuff. Um, I do like her power, like, like aspect and like the distinction between her powers and Loki's powers. But I also feel like so if she is enchantress and she has all the same powers as enchantress um but she is a loki i think later on we'll see like she does have some of the loki powers if she's i theorize like if she's at least magically adept enough to like look at loki and be like oh so that's how you did it later on we'll see some of them exchanging their powers and exchanging some of that magic back and forth at least i i would hope
0: sam um
4: I think she's playing him because when she got angry um and you see how the, she the, the ground exploded underneath her she she has powers and so I just think she's just when he says you know I guess when they say we trust in each other she's uh, she's using that to her advantage um uh, because she's not going to give her adversary the key to combating her you know what i mean so i think she's just playing him
3: George um yeah i i think that uh because i'm on this whole thing that this whole episode was almost like an illusion created by loki and i feel like he was in a lot a lot of it he was in a lot of control like i, I never I, I never felt like he was ever out of control even when everything is going crazy and, and every he just seems to be like oh yeah no this thing
2: broke look oh what are we gonna do and it's like you it'd know, be shoot. closer to comics loki no because he's that yeah. powerful in the comics we haven't gotten to see that yeah, in MC no, yet. it's
3: true and, and even when she touches him and she's like I can't read your thoughts he's like because my mind you know you can't you, you you know I'm too strong for that you can't do that so yeah I think a lot of what Sam says also man they're they're totally playing each other and like I don't think that they're showing each other he's showing her. she he's showing her that he can do like little you know uh, fireworks from his hand and little she's like, oh, that's, you know what I mean like she yeah you're kind of doing like you know just the the the, the lower rated stuff I'm not showing you everything right now. Um, but they're ho- definitely holding back a lot. Like when he stops that building from falling down, and it just goes back up, it's like, oh, what? We didn't even know he could do that yet. So, yeah, I, th- I think that there's a lot of just like they're kind of like you know sizing each other up in the ring, ready to go at it. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of that. What if so, that device is not broken? Yeah, yeah.
0: I Yo, mean,
2: I I highly consider that. Yeah, the, what, I, the, what is not broken? The the, the device. The oh, 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 the device. I so,
4: think I mean, using
3: that to to learn more about her. Yeah, so I mean, we I, I totally think so.
0: We're already diving into the fact that we already know that this. We feel like this episode, um, that this whole construct is an illusion. That the planet is an illusion. We get hints like the twins that we see waiting online. Um, that's something like a throwback with the Matrix when they were in that simulation when um, Morbius was talking to Neo, and then you see these twins walking in the background and everything. So we kind of see that at the train station. So I want to ask you guys this: um, first of all, we all we're, we're all feeling that this is possibly a construct. So when do you think the illusion happened in the episode? Was it when they first dropped on that planet, or was it somewhere through their journey? And
1: I'll lead in with you with this one. So I mean, I'm not I'm not really sold that this is an illusion. Um, I, I I mean. I just—I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just there—there there really wasn't nothing about it. Like, sh- like she's been going to multiple apocalypses. How would Loki know about Lamentus and that being an apocalypse and the entire fabrication of the entire thing? So, uh, unless you know, unless it's her doing and doing it. But again, he had the controller for not thinking it's an illusion or not. So I don't—I don't think it's an illusion. I think we're gonna. I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see something that's going to happen. Someone's going to come and get them, or they're going to use their powers or to the other point in that, that Loki was hiding and he was trying to, you know, make her open up to him. And he's doing that like that. I believe, I believe that. Um, I just, I don't believe that they are in the matrix. Like I do think this was an extinction level event that was happening and they are there and they feel like they are, shit out of luck if um if
2: i'm wrong she
1: went through the portal first right like she controlled where they were going they
0: they she, went no
2: they went
1: through no, together. She, i she, think she, she was on top she end, no? went she went first right. and then and then loki, loki was followed. looking because mobius was coming yelling him don't you go don't you go don't right. you go and then she and then he followed her and then, so, uh, but yeah. it wasn't,
0: it was from the, it would, oh. you know, that was to the TVA. Right. When they were escaping to the TVA. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, true. true, contest.
1: true.
0: He true. falls
3: first. Like he, cause she's holding yeah. his, he's, he's holding his, yeah. she's holding them down. Yeah. They get to he the golden the door. Button. Yeah. And, ah, he, and he falls okay. down.
1: You're right. I, I, I for think sure.
3: what, what started me on this whole path of it being an illusion is the beginning of the episode, right? The, we start with an illusion. We're within an illusion already. So, but created by lady, by, by Sylvie. She's she's in the mind of this girl and she's making her, you know, trying to get information from her. Touches her arm. Now where, now it's night. Like she's constantly changing it up. So that's what started me on this idea. What if Loki now is just mimicking those power? In other words, Loki now is like, oh, okay, this. she's she's about illusions. All right, cool. All right, I can play that game. So when she grabs him because she kind of grabs him pretty fast like it's not even like he doesn't need to put much of for fight i mean i don't know how much power she has or whatever but she holds him she he's about she's like i'll kill him and and what's her name she says go, go for it kill her kill him or whatever i don't care and that's when they go through that portal he he goes out first this mm-hmm. thing all of a sudden you know doesn't work i don't know that, that that temp pad doesn't really work i don't know that it was broken and these are the things that make me ask those questions whether or not this is uh, real or not. And I think it starts when they go through that portal. That's uh, when it starts. A double Being bluff. Into- right. Yeah. 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 Essentially. Sam?
4: I I don't think it's an illusion. I just think it's him trying to prove himself right and try to figure out how she's doing what she's doing. And so because he has an, uh, an ulterior motive. Mm. And so I think he's going to prolong it because he's never been worried on the train when he got drunk. You know, he says he needs to be going through the motions. Um, he didn't seem distraught when the ship got destroyed. She's the one who looks like she's like, what the hell um, this guy got me into? And I think he's j- she, basically he's a scientist and she's the mouse and he's basically observing and learning. Yeah. Until he needs to get off the planet.
0: Yep. And we got Dave here. Dave is um in the chat. So guys, quick question I haven't started, but know that you guys are three episodes in and have been watching it week by week. Has Tone's mustache become sentient? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no, still there. But no, seriously, um is Loki better than expected. <laughs> it really is, Dave. Yeah. And Tone's mustache has not gone sentient, but he makes a mean rib, a mean smoked rib, which we're gonna get to try on the fourth of July. Yes, I'm I- sorry that you're gonna miss it. Um <laughs> <laughs> not sorry. <Yeah. laughs> no, um i want to i want to get your thoughts on this all too but i'm gonna throw something out there some food for dog um it was loki who originally saw that sylvie was hiding in apocalypses and remember to search different apocalypses um he may have knowledge of apocalypses before going into that portal and may have created that illusion of lamentus of lamentus one um and again it could be him playing this whole system or um um because again um he doesn't seem like the type that doesn't have a backup plan unless it's his brother door messing with him um and to to show that the 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 pad was broken i just think again it's like how some said it's like trying to get to sylvie getting sylvie to open up but i'm like i I, I throw that information um out there tell me your thoughts please all
2: right so first thoughts (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Give me the first question again, just so I, I have that thought. No, I mean, it's it's
0: literally like, um, do you think that this is a construct, an illusion? When All do right. you think the illusion so, happened?
2: Gotcha. All right. So, if it is, if it is, I, I, I don't think I, I'm leaning any one way or the other. But if it is, it would have had to be made from the jump. And <clears throat> I was thinking about this uh, before you said it, Sebas that when he was looking through all the apocalyptic events, that would be the only time he would have knowledge to go, I can use that, save it in my back pocket for a rainy day. Um, Because not only is he going, oh, this Loki is looking, you know, for apocalyptic events to hide in, now he's found his own out. And you know he's going to, you know, think 15 steps ahead just to stay ahead of everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, And and when I said double bluff earlier to, to George... I think it might be a case of if if it, let's say he did create the illusion and this is a grand, um, you know, illusion of this world of Lamentis one. Now we have the bluff of the entire world, the apocalypse event. That's why he was so carefree on the train, all this other stuff. And he's just been kind of just playing it very cool and casual. Oh, shit. We we, uh, broke the device and what have you. But uh, like we said, when he just tossed the building back up, no problem. That's him like going, yeah, this. And I don't think she picked up on it. Maybe she did. Maybe out of the yeah. you know corner of her eye and yeah. back of her head, she's like, when the fuck did you learn how to do that? <laughs> but it's one of those things where again, they've been playing very reserved with each other, and I think loki our loki might be double bluffing if he if he if he is like really like creating this whole thing it's a bluff on top of a bluff on top of a bluff it's not just gonna be one layered thing we're gonna if they do a big reveal of like all this is an illusion it's gonna be like well this was this and then all the cookies will gonna crumble
0: yeah. I'm I'm just waiting to see who pulls their cards first, but um yo, you let, know, me you quick, let me ask you quick let me
3: ask a quick question before you even go on, best Has 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 Loki ever been that nice at hand-to-hand combat? Cuz
2: mm-hmm.
3: he yeah. is. Yeah, he's always been. All right, yeah. So, well, uh,
2: we we see it a little bit in the first Thor movie. We when, see it more
1: in the third. You see it more in Ragnarok when he has his We, nine see, it, we see it
2: more in the more third, Ragnarok. but but uh when in the first movie, then they all go on a mission
1: and yeah, like, he he fought he fought with them.
2: He they did he, a whole, he, they did a whole fought, thing. yeah. Right. But you see it a lot. You definitely see it a lot more in Ragnarok. Yeah,
1: yeah, he was
0: he's he's just nasty with those those two knives. Um, and again, there was a throwback when he used um his crown in Ragnarok to um knock out a dude. Sylvie and did that in up. the fight scene. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about how pop culture is actually still referenced in this episode. And I thought one of the cool things was so we look at Lamentus one. It's a mining colony town. Um, there's a nod to aliens because the guards, um, on the trainer named, um, Hudson and corporal Hicks. I thought that that was cool. Um, this just shows to me the detail that they go into. So aside from those nods, we know Sylvie talks about, um, her mother, which, um, some people I want to get your guys thoughts to see. Do you believe her mother could possibly be hella, um, in her variant universe? So we will lead with Sam on this one. Who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> did you see? Did you see Thor three? No. All oh, right, we'll skip you, Sam. She's she's a badass. Let's know that she's a badass, George. It's, she she came, broke. Came, she came broke.
2: She broke. She broke Mjolnir
1: with yeah. her bare hand. Yeah, she's nasty. Um, she
3: she she, she murdered a lot of people.
0: He's the
2: murdered long
3: them.
1: lost ah. sister of the of of, uh, Loki. of
3: Thor and Loki. Yeah, I don't I, I mean that I I don't know if you guys saw the 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 I guess the preview for the next episode and like she's a little girl coming into the uh into the the TVA or whatever. Is she Hella's daughter? I don't again, I don't know how much of that information is real and, and like what she's what she's saying to to him, and how much is just them again, just going, you know, just the whole jab back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know how true that is. Could she be? Yeah, I mean, she—I I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, the level of power that she would have, I guess, at that point is just my, my question. She'd be, you know, ridiculous. Her power levels would be insane. Um, there's a good possibility. I mean, it's a breadcrumb, you know. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I—I'm—I'm
2: I'm still on the fence about that. I'm not sure yet. Lo. Um, I wanna, I wanna just go straight up with a no, mm-hmm. but I'm also curious as to why. Um, and I, I would have to look it up in the in the, uh, the comics versus the uh, like the actual mythology, but like Loki has kids, and and technically Hela is one of her his kids mm-hmm. in the in the Norse mythology. So I'm like seeing seeing a variant where again mythology is always weird with that stuff. Anyways, um, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think Hela would be the mom but I would be curious to see if uh, like the same siblings kind of situation happens. So if she has a, if she's female Loki, does she have a, a male version counterpart of Hela who's been locked away and, and vice versa? If Hela was locked away at all, um, does she have a, a female Thor? Um, all these things. Like I, I wanna see if like how much variation is there and then you know, see how much of it is um, her just fabricating like a lot of like fluff, you know. Yeah, the,
0: the, the you know, they're,
1: they're playing poker faces with each other. Tone. Um, I mean, I think it'd be cool if she was Hella's daughter. I think I think Hela was a wasted villain, and and Thor Ragnarok. So it'd be cool to kind of just kind of bring that connection back and kind of see uh but also 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 not sure because she talks about the fact that she was taught magic and she was taught magic by her her mother um and so, I'm not she was no, she she learned on her own sorry my bad uh, yeah, Loki was Loki, Loki was, taught was taught magic by by, by Frigo um mm-hmm. but I I I still think that she probably is it depends on who her mother is right is it Frigo or well, remember- is it, or is it a nice giant Right. Is Remember. it if is it Loffy's wife? You know, and kind of trying to see which what, what is. Um, did she did she have a better connection with her mother because maybe she was uh Loki was a boy and then decided to turn into a girl and then became Sylvie and had a better connection with her mother her her mother that way? I think um not sure if the whole parent thing is going to be revealed or if it's as important uh for who the parent is or how true it right. is, but more so of the connection between loki and sylvie because of the different relationships they each had with their mothers because we know that Friga is such a pinnacle point for both thor and loki like that was the best way how'd you fucking break loki in episode one you showed him that his decisions called his mom to die Mm -hmm. right and he had that connection with her and you talk about sylvie who had her mother but doesn't remember her and taught herself everything so i think i think I wouldn't be surprised they used mom as an element to kind of connect together, which is what MC, which the MCU has done before in Civil War. And we're connecting moms and we're, you know, we're, we're connecting the fact that, you know, you killed my mom, like all that stuff. So I as think more as, of a as a narrative to get them together than who the actual mother is.
0: As long as it's not Martha. What's up, <laughs> yeah. Lucid
1: Dreams? Yeah. Here. What's up, what's up?
0: So um, another thing – and well, this one's a fun question because um, this was something, again, with reviewing the episode, getting some feedback and all that. Wait, here he goes. What's up, Azim?
2: Azim, what's Azim? going Azim? on,
0: brother? You got to get these guys on your show.
2: Yes. You gotta set it up.
0: Reach out to them.
2: <laughs> um, We're just going to do a, a, a whole co-host, podcast swap for an exchange. I'm with it. <laughs>
0: So so this was more of a fun question because again, this was just more of like research. This was probably a little stretching it, but I think um for me this was um a nod to Stan Lee because Stan Lee has played a postman in Fantastic in 205's Fantastic Four and Captain America Civil War. And it's funny that Um it's funny that um stank. Sylvie says that she's maintained a relationship. A long-distance relationship with a postman. Um, do you guys think that that was a nod to Stan? Um, George, uh, Sam, I'll let you lead with this one.
4: Uh, you guys are really good because I
0: didn't pick nice. up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <So>,
1: uh, next,
2: <laughs> George, pick it up. Come on, no, you know what's and, uh, funny, co-
1: dude. Color commentary by Sam. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Sam, is just here for a good time.
0: Oh
3: snap! What's
0: up, Rich? Congratulations on 300 strip, bro. Oh shit! Um, um, George, let me clean up with this
3: one. Yeah, no. So when I first watched the episode, I was—I just thought she was being sarcastic. I just thought she was just saying, "Yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, I have a—I have a thing for a postman, you know, because she's been traveling so much." And that's that's where I left it. And then, you know, you go into this into into IG and you go into YouTube and you start hearing about, oh, the postman thing, the postman thing. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know what? yeah It probably was. These writers are so in tune with that shit that absolutely it it, it was a not. So, yeah, I think it was a not to to uh, to Stanley. I think that they definitely did that on purpose. Like she just made that comment, not just to be sarcastic, but also. You know, if you know, you know. You know, it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that they did that just like, just like that little Easter egg they just threw in there for us. You know?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I love with, when shows do Easter eggs and like that. And I, and I think it was definitely a nod to Stan because, again, he's been the postman, and they hinted at one point that what was it? it was in Gardens of the Galaxy, he's just sitting there on a the planet with a bunch of Watchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, he, yeah. They, were, they were saying, like he's a Watcher, which I thought was pretty dope too. But I don't want to wait. So I, I wanted to get that question for you guys, but. I want to get everyone's thoughts about this scene. I thought this scene was beautifully filmed, which was the final um, scene when they're trying to get to the arc. That one continuous trick they did, a continuous camera shot trick. Um, I'm gonna uh, lead in with the cameraman himself, Law. How did you feel about that shot? Yeah, you You saw it. it. You knew it. it. You saw it. I saw it on your face.
2: Um, beautifully shot. Like amazing, amazing, amazing visuals. Um, it was wild because like you're you have to like focus on them because that's like the uh you know the main characters at this point but there's so much detail in the background yeah. where you're seeing like the people shoving each other it's like you like you're like oh it's about to like get to that point of like no one cares for each other and then there's gonna be a shift when you realize oh we can't make it on that like, ship. Then to realize the ship blows up, and you're just like, oh, I really am fucked. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I just trampled your son. You know what I mean? Like, I was trying to get to that ship that was gonna blow up anyways. Um, Again, it was like, really well done. Like, choreography was amazing. Um, And then just visually, like, this show has been chef's kiss. Like, I'm here for the... It almost feels like, oh, especially like, TVA, TVA feels like a very 80s, 70s vibe kind of thing, like a very Mm -hmm. muted colors. But then you go boom to like, you know, this place and it felt like Guardians all over again. And I was just like, so much good pops of color. So I'm here for it.
0: Sam. Yeah. I want to, I want to get your thoughts on that too. That continuous action shot that we saw as they're trying to make their way to the ship and everything. Um, And also too, I want to get your feedback on the set pieces that we've seen Um, in this show and the play of color. So, I mean, I'm going to get your thoughts on that.
4: Well, that was the one thing that um I couldn't get take my eyes off of was the the, the backdrop and the setting and the visuals. And, you know, I was like, was this filmed in Tokyo? Did they add extra stuff? Is it, is it, Green screen, you know, and so I kept forgetting to watch them because I was so in awe with what was around them. You know what I mean? It was just beautiful. I mean, um, and then I was like, "This is this is on streaming TV," and I'm like, "This is not a you know." It's like they, they they're putting the same amount of money, time, and quality into this as it would as a big blockbuster film, and um, I was just impressed by it. and That was the one thing I I just couldn't get my eyes. And i just i just kept thinking throughout the whole process like how did they do that where did they film this how much did this cost <laughs> like, <it> <laughs>
0: yeah they 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 really put in for that budget with the show to, with, with all their shows right now and and it's just like the and the alien world that they create the backdrop you know, just it was just fun oh just heard that one um fourth of july sounds already LeBron. sounds the bronx man sounds a Bronx. And- <laughs> <laughs> George, we, we, we'll have you talk tackle that one. How did you feel yeah. about this continuous scene, the set pieces and everything? Give your feedback and thoughts and wait before you do. Mm-hmm. Even after his passing, Stanley deli- delivers the junk mail too soon. Yeah, too soon, Dave, too soon. <laughs> Dad jokes. We'll have Dad Joke Mondays just
3: for Dave. Um, go ahead, George. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I thought, again, I agree with everyone, what they're saying, the way it was shot. I don't know that it was a continuous shot. I think they were like, like very, very... Very like small cut, like you know what I mean, with the with the effect that they were giving us, right? Like we we felt like we were running behind them, like okay, where we're going, and then you know when they get blown up, and then it just goes to like that smoke, and then they come back, and they're running around, you right? Know I mean? And then that light, that last scene where they get where they want to get, and all they can see is this thing just collapsing in front of them, like you you feel what they feel because you went through all of it with them, you know? What I mean? So when that thing happens, you're like, oh man and th- the way she walks off after that was classic she was like f this man i'm out and she just bounced like <laughs> it was just done so well like like you said lord the choreography on it and sam the the budget definitely dude like the action sequences are insane bro like the, the cinematography the colors all that the palettes the, what they've used the purples you know what i mean like everything just pops and nothing gets lost everything you see everything that's that's the biggest thing for me. So you see everything. Nothing gets lost, even in the action sequences. Nothing gets lost. You see everything. So yeah, not excellent job on that.
4: And to Law's point, you know that whole retro feel, whatever. And the the um, uh, they brought back mm-hmm. the onesies with those uh, police uniforms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What's with the fuzzy onesies?" Like, ah, whatever. <laughs> wait, wait. So, so you're prepping about the onesies for the police uniforms. So, Sam, I'm gonna ask you, what police uniforms would you ra- would you would you rather have? The onesies that we just saw in Loki, or the police uniforms that we had in um, what's it called, Demolition Man?
4: I'll take Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> that onesie. I was like, how can you fight with that? It was just crazy. I said, the no one you're gonna get your butt whooped. Yeah, it's on.
1: Go ahead. So take it away, oh, man. Are you are you cinema people talking cinema cinematography? <laughs> Listen, <and shit>. man, it's <laughs> my jam, man. I I understand. I understand. And I understand.
0: pong pong Wade, <laughs> uh, <on> Tours, <laughs> uh, answer, probably delivering it to connected moms. Yes, Jeez, yes, you probably geez. is. I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. I gave <laughs> you guys that. What is happening? I gave that. I gave <laughs> that. It was,
1: was, was a freaking was a freaking Anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, what can't be said about the cinematography of the show, especially for this scene, but I do agree with George. One of the points I was going to make was the feeling of failure mm. after the Ark is destroyed. Yeah. Like, like you don't... There is no need for dialogue or anything. It's like one of those moments where you see all of this madness of trying to get there, of not just Loki and Sylvie, but all these other citizens on this planet, and then the place blows up, they all look up, and then everyone just is like, Fuck. Game over. Like yep. all of it. Like all of that feeling and, and anxiety of trying to get there, that fight or flight mechanism that you know every man for himself just turns off. Because yeah. and you feel it. So I think they they've done a really uh Great job of of doing of of just encapsulating that feeling of helplessness and that bit of in that in that, in that moment. But I do enjoy the use of colors in this show. I love how the TVA is orange and how this planet's purple, and we still get the greens of Loki, like the iconic green colors of Loki, and with both Sylvie and and with uh, and with Tom. So I think they are just keeping to the nature of the characters and how specific colors relate relate to certain characters and certain settings. And just kind of excited to see what they what they do for the rest uh, of the show. I'm I'm beyond happy with this with the show and and everything that they're doing. I just want to see some vibrant blues when we see uh, Mobius on a jet ski.
0: Well, there you go. That's (laughs) what we want. You want give that man a jet ski. So (laughs) so we gotta translate it. It's the song that Loki sang on, this, on the train because I thought that was such a dope scene of just him singing. Um, and we also had a throwback to uh, Thor, the first movie of Thor, when he's like another and just throws the glass on the floor. But it's like the song goes, in the stormy black mountains, I wander alone across glaciers. I make my way in the apple garden stems in the end, waiting and singing. When are you coming home? And I want to get everybody's thoughts on the song right there. Um, what do you think? Was the song have any hidden meaning, or is it just Loki just being Loki? And I will send you guys the song in the chat, and I will post it in the group. Um, for those who in the in the private chat, there we go. So if you guys want to take a look at the song, but I also post it in the comments for everyone to read. But um, yeah. What do you guys, especially with that ending? Um, when are you coming home? Especially with this type of show where we're dealing with variants out of time and everything. So, what do you do? You think that that song has? A I nominate Seabass to Take it first. Me, me, <laughs> take it first. Wait, you want my thoughts? Yes. Um, I, I uh personally, for me, I think it's that nothing that's put there for no reason. And I feel like everything is a hint to something. And the reason I say that is because how we're talking about this whole thing now is an illusion. Um In episode two, Loki was explaining to them about illusion magic, the differences and all that. And I feel that like with having to look up with the song, there was a reason that this was, was, was being saying um, it could lead into something big. It could lead to something small, but I feel like it has to do with the narration within the story that we're seeing. And when are you coming home? Um, and it can also be used that it's him trying to, um, show a different version of himself to Sylvie to kind of either win her trust and throw her off guard. That's how I take it. Who you want to pick on next law. You're picking names.
2: Oh, I'm picking names, <laughs> George
3: um it's like being in english class bro it's like okay so we have this poem what does that poem mean and i'm like holy shit um (laughs) what the fuck does that poem mean um
0: George is like, I want to go to your show again. I'm in class. I'm <laughs>
3: sweating, dog. I'm like, holy shit, is the AC on? I told you. It's a this heat wave. This, this is a, a hot, hot show. So. Listen,
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you sweat, man. You a Jets fan. Y'all always sweating. Hot, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. How
3: dare you have you. Listen, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, not you know what? I'm not com- I'm not coming back on the show after that <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You son of a even August yeah, bro it's David August so
3: oh, hot right now all right listen Ooh. close enough so <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 going back going back to the to the poem tone um or to the song <laughs> I should you want, say you want me to jump in in the stormy black mountains now and so in the stormy black so this, this like if you break this shit down right in the stormy black mountains talking about the whole you know the whole apocalyptic thing right He's wandering alone, right? Because he's trying to get to know this woman. He's there all by himself, and now I'm trying to get to know who the hell you are. Across glaciers, I make my way, in the apple garden stems. In the end, waiting and singing. Now he's singing on that train. He's just chilling, singing on that train. Wait, when are you coming home? Basically telling her, okay, when are you coming back to the TVA? Because that's where I need you to get back, so that we can go see who the hell these people are. So it's almost like, it's almost like a, a, a synopsis of the whole episode in that one song. And he's singing it to us, and he's singing it in another language, so we don't know what the hell it meant. But I feel like that's what that is. It's just a synopsis of everything they've gone through, and it's like, when are you coming home? You know what I mean? Like, when are we going back to the TVA so I can get to these freaking timekeepers, and I can go back to where I got to go back because this is some bullshit. Yeah, that's what I think that is.
1: So, all right, so I like that interpretation. Um, I will take <laughs> a different. Tom. I will Thank take you. a different Thank interpretation. You. I think. Uh, you know, this is happening after he gives his terrible, terrible uh, reasoning of what love is. And he yes, uses. There you go. You're on the same wavelength as me. Uh, okay. and, and and the fact that he was using a, a dagger. And at this point, he is singing the song. And even though he's not drunk, he's full, <laughs> even though that's another way of saying that he is drunk. I think that <laughs> this is I think this is some some sort of of, of love song. Some sort of him, maybe a song for com- coming home, going back to Asgard. His whole thing for for his mom. I I do think that the music, especially for this episode, especially some of the stuff that I've I've listened to, has said that the music has been like one for one for the beats of the episode. But I think just be, I think it's hard to forget that the scene prior, he gives this illusion of what love is and drops the ball. And he's doing he's doing the song and you end it with, uh, you know, stormy black mountains. And I'm wandering alone trying to find my way, you know, thinking of the apple garden and thinking of Garden of Eden and all this other stuff. Like, I I think I think it's just another it's an illusion of of uh, talking about what love is when she acts in that.
0: And Pong had to add this and he he had nothing for (laughs) us
1: add like the Jets. Damn it. Damn
3: it.
0: We got this one here. Um, Dave goes, I heard a poem oh recently. R- Red vibes eight. are in pair. The microphone picks up the sounds when Tone strokes his facial hair. Yuck. Stop the jet <laughs> tape. We've suffered enough. Thank you, Dave. Thank
3: Dave <laughs> you. Is a bro. Just
1: yeah. appreciate you. Y'all keep drafting quarterbacks. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, Tone, wait a minute. What's, who's your team, Tone? Wait. I, I'm, I we can talk
1: about that in the green room, but my team is the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh, okay, <so. laughs> okay. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. Sam,
3: oh, Sam,
4: Sam take us Sam, away. please. Yes, i agree i think it's a, it's um i think he's trying to fill a void he, he felt that you know where he failed in love he failed in the hope with home with his family and i think he's trying to find figure out a way how to mend that or, or or fix that that's the one thing um that he's not in control of i think you know i think because of his dna he hurts the people he loves and i and I, and you know when will he be accepted home because he's that He's that ba- that, that son that, um, that creates chaos. So I just think it's his way of just, um, you know, they say when you drink, the truth comes out, right? And I think that's what's happening. I think he's spilling his soul um, because he just feels empty and he feels like he needs to fix something.
1: But he can't
4: help who he is. But nothing <laughs>
1: like singing a song in a different language so people could just cheer you on, not knowing what yeah, the hell like you're talking sad. about.
2: Bravo! <laughs> he, he was literally singing like, knowing that the end was coming. So he, like, he's drinking, he's having a good time. It's all of a, why the, right outside of my window. Uh, (laughs) But essentially, he's drinking and and having all these, like, thoughts that just flow out of him um, because he feels like, yo, like, there's a good chance that they're not going to make it. I'm going to drink. I'm going to enjoy this. And hopefully I can go home to, you know, Valhalla, that kind of thing. Like, you know, it is what it is. Um, so it's 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 a I'm wearing my heart in my sleeve and I'm very wow yeah hear that right oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it's the sound of no, I'm, I'm rock, sorry am sorry guys
0: it's the rice and beans that I've eaten <laughs>
2: um but yeah it's a it's a very somber like reflection piece I think like of you know of his his thoughts on love of his thoughts on like what's transpired because you also. Got to realize that, despite uh, him, you know, being cold, calculated, and manipulating all the other things, and you know, trying to figure out a way to one up the TVA and one up this other Loki, he in the first episode we saw him break at the information that he got. So he's kind of just like still processing, and this is the first chance he's had to kind of just like let it just all out. You know what I mean? So I think that's this. Uh, this scene was just him letting it all out because he doesn't know these people from a hole in the wall. No one cares about his woes and struggles and and you know and if he's speaking as guardian, even more so. Like go for it. You know what I mean? So I think it was that.
0: So we're at that hour. And what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna hand the mic over to Sam. Because Sam, I'm seeing on your your tag right there, you got something coming up on July sixth. Come That's on, give, right. us, give us the pitch, Give us the advertisement. Let's go.
4: That's right. Forbidden part two coming to Kickstarter better part two and this one is uh is 27 pages of amazing story and art again the artist is anibala royals compoyos lettered by the the, one of the best letterers in the industry george the dreamer bedina colored by barbara legit no seriously um hands down i think george takes on everybody but um, uh, Colored by Barbara, uh, you know, and, uh, we got the squad working on this. Uh, we got some variant covers. We got a lot of great stuff for this Kickstarter. It starts July 6th. You can sign up now. Um, that first day, um, there's going to be a variant cover only available the first 24 hours. You won't be able to get it as an add-on. It won't be available anytime after. You can only get it that first day backers. Um, so take advantage of that. And it's a cover that I did. Um and uh, it's 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 gonna be fun. I'm excited about this. The book is completely done. I'm bringing it to Kickstarter from Indiegogo because everybody said take it to Kickstarter. So let's see, let's see if I if I fare any better than I did on Indiegogo. We did well on Indiegogo, but let's see what happens on Kickstarter.
0: I wanted to congratulate you guys on that again. I'm I'm waiting for that. Yep, yep. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> Because, Number one, it was awesome. The artwork was awesome. We got to pick on Aniba about the artwork, which was just again, you guys did a fantastic <laughs> job. Yeah, um, George wearing all them hats too, being letterer, writer as well. Um, you guys do a phenomenal job. All the, stuff, man. Cast the crazies and all that. Please catch these guys
3: on the show. Cast the craze, George. You got a website too. Go ahead, pitch us your website, oh, yes, sir. Get your meds with a z.com. So that's where you'll find all of my other fun stuff the wonder duck and uh. Russ 5377, all that fun stuff, T-shirts and all that good stuff that I have on there. Um, there are links there to uh, Sam's you know, Forbidden, so check that out. And yeah, we're having a good time and we're having fun. Catch the crazies. Number three is coming soon. We, we, we're just waiting for the prints to come in of the book. Oh, we already have some. Look at that so uh you know we'll be sending that stuff out soon and yeah no thank you guys so much man we really appreciate your support you guys have been awesome you know with the you know supporting the kickstarters and even having us on the show so the you know the love is real and, and when we return it whenever we can we will we'll give it right back man thank you very much yeah, appreciate
4: you time. thinking about that the superbacker cards are here all the super cast the crazies yeah cool. uh, the homage whoever got the homage cover the certificate of authenticity um, and that's the cover there, so everything's there. Okay, everything yeah, will be yeah. shipping out um, by the end of the week, and uh, everyone should be looking in the mail soon to get their uh, rewards.
0: So, yeah, nice, so nice. what you're saying is this is that, um, we gotta block out our, our mailing addresses because George is gonna sneak down here
3: to try to. Uh, get oh, some I already know, I already know where you're at. I already, <laughs> I, 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 thank you. Thank
2: you. I, thank you yeah, thank I thank know you, Dave. how long it takes to get I saw there. Your comments, and I love you, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yeah, no, big time.
0: Listen, if you guys are still there watching us, make sure you um after the show you guys follow Catch the Crazes podcast. The YouTube links are there, their show links, their podcast, Twitter, Instagram. Listen to them, follow them. Again, um these they guys are amazing, are
2: super busy. They always <laughs> working on something. Oh, you, know. do you want to
0: join the
4: live show tomorrow? Oh yeah, we're gonna be live. The four horsemen is gonna be in this studio. So, hey, have Tom, Tom, and George, and there is a world-altering announcement coming out tomorrow.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. God, uh-uh. I no, 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 no pressure. No
4: pressure,
0: My George. <laughs>
2: yeah, It's huge.
0: So this has been another dope episode of Nerds and Rounds. Again, thank you guys for coming on. We are Peace doing our weekend goodbyes. Again, <laughs> everyone at watched tonight, it's been your host, Sebastian.
1: The boy Anybody tone from across the hall. Stay nerdy. Peace. Have a good night, everybody. Peace.